0: Hey Branches, it's Colin and it's Friday, February 23rd and we're continuing our reading through the Gospel of Mark. We're about halfway through chapter four and we're starting in verse 26 today. We're gonna hear Jesus tell a couple of more parables just like we heard yesterday, and also maybe some details Jesus gets a little bit wrong, which is a little spicy to say, I guess. Also some details in Jesus' story where he finds himself in a boat with some disciples that tell some scholars that this is really a firsthand account of Jesus' life. Another pointing to what a person's faith does, and also this binding question, who is this? Who is this person, Jesus, that we see in Mark's Gospel? So, starting in verse 26 in chapter 4, it says this. He also said, The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how. The earth produces of itself first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with his sickle, because the harvest has come. He also said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable will we use for it? It is like a mustard seed, which, when sown upon the ground, is the smallest of all the seeds on the earth. Yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all the shrubs, and puts forth large branches, so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. With many such parables he spoke the word to them, as they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them except in parables, but he explained everything in private to his disciples." On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took with them in the boat, just as he was. Other boats were with him. A great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that the boat was already being swamped. But he was, he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion, and they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. Then the wind ceased, and there was dead calm. And he said to them, why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great awe and said to one another, who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Jesus tells again, two parables about seeds. One in which the seed is planted and it grows, and the person that grows it doesn't know how it happens, but when he wakes up, the harvest has come. I think this kind of gives us a pause when we have a temptation to make any active character in a parable to be God. Like, is God one-to-one the sower? I mean, it would pose a problem then that the sower doesn't know how any of this works, But God would know how the seed was planted and how it would then grow. But it's really maybe just telling us how the unexpected growth of this new community. We continue to see it in the New Testament if we keep reading that the seed is planted and it just continues to grow crazily with really out any plan or any direction. And it just goes where it pleases. And following that, Jesus tells a parable or at least draws an illustration of a mustard seed. He says it's the smallest of all the seeds And it grows up into this giant shrub where all these birds can make their nests. Um, We may be getting some of the words wrong in our translation, or maybe Jesus is referring to another plant that we don't quite know what he's talking about. But a lot of commentators agree that mustard seed doesn't grow into this kind of bird harboring shrub. But Jesus' point still stands, whether the details in Mark's gospel are correct or not, that the kingdom of God is this place that can harbor and bring safety and comfort and protection to the people that God has invited to become part of it. It's a a place of beauty. It's a place of harbor and refuge. Then again, we get an explanation that Jesus uh, tells these parables out loud to everyone, but then gives the answer to them, the solution to them, as if they're riddles only to his disciples. Then, after we get those parables, we get a little bit more narrative. And Jesus, uh, we hear, is asleep on the cushion. Now, you wouldn't think that would be a really big detail at all, uh, but a lot of commentators and theologians and biblical scholars for centuries have thought, well, this kind of unnecessary detail tells us something about the author of Mark. Uh, The author of Mark, we now think... Uh, either was a firsthand eyewitness or knew someone who was, and that's why we have this maybe unnecessary detail. There's no symbolism behind it. There's no deeper meaning to it, the fact that Jesus was sleeping with his head on a pillow. Then we can wrap up the, to today's reading and this um, kind of understanding of Jesus as a parable teacher and also as one that calms the wind and the waves. We get this question, maybe you've heard it before in a song or a, a sermon, that the disciples ask on the boat, Who then is this? That even the wind and the sea obey him. Jesus, for Mark's gospel, is this mysterious kind of sharp teaching figure that is the Son of Man and the Son of God, is a first century rabbi who teaches in these quizzical parables, but also performs miracles and delivers demons out of people's bodies. But he also is one who asked this binding question for the disciples why are you afraid of this kind of? creation, um, cataclysmic event of this storm? Why Why are you afraid of these winds and the waves? Have you still no faith? And faith isn't for Jesus just believing something without evidence, but faith is for him persistence and trust, as we saw at the friends that had faith to dig through the roof and lower their friend down to Jesus to be healed. And they wonder, the one that that calms the sea and delivers people from demons and from their illnesses, and the one who teaches in these kind of mysterious parables, and the one who apparently holds the king uh, keys to God's kingdom, they wonder of him, who is this? I think that's a, a great question for all of us to ask. Who then is this that does all these things, that says these parables that we don't quite understand, that delivers people from their illnesses, that so many people have been following for centuries and centuries now. Who is this? The wind and the waves obey him. Maybe ask that question wherever you're listening to this this morning or in the afternoon or in the evening as you're wrapping up your day. Who is this Jesus? Thanks for listening today.